Hello, sweet, sweet listeners, and welcome to episode 45 of the Terrible Podcast. I am Nick. And I am Brad. And today. Today? Today. Today. And today we're going to talk about some shit. Today we're going to talk about some shit, folks. So excited. Um, I'm so excited that I just can't hide it. Mm. I'm about to lose control. I think I like that. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. Oh. Remember Jesse Spano? From Saved by Saved the Bell. Saved by the Bell? Mm-hmm. Is that what she, she was? That, you're getting into an ultra specific line from Saved by the Bell. So. And today we're going to talk about some shit. Brad? Uh, I think the only specific things I remember from Saved by the Bell are... Uh, just a real quick side note. Our uh, Mr. Belding. How that greaser dude would go up and like fist the jukebox and it'd start playing songs. <laughs> the main thing I remember from Saved by the Bell is um, the alien that lived in the family's house that they had to keep secret from the government. Yeah, and he'd always like dress up and shit. Yeah, and he'd like to eat cats. And today, we're going to talk about some shit. Today. Um, big shout-outs to our sponsors, like uh, Meatbox.com. Ooh, Jeansite.com. Mm, Jeanmeats.com. Dickshower.com. Pussbath.com. And you know what, folks? Later on in this episode, we got a couple more coming at you. We've acquired a couple more sponsors, and we're looking forward to uh, uh, introducing y'all to them, because we get a little bigger budget. We're not yep. just doing spots anymore. It'll be pretty nice. Yep. Your boys made it. We did. Where I is I think they call this the big time. Yeah, we we made it in the big time. And it turns out the big time means going from doing it at Nick's on his tables to going to doing it on my workbench and then going to doing it uh, you know, sexy style on uh our brand new four foot fold out table that we got. This is the podcast table. This like is got. it covered in salt from the last time that you cooked out? Yeah. Oh shit, fuck. Is that, a, <laughs> is that a big deal? No. Hey man. Are we gonna push through and do the show regardless? One hundred percent yes. Brad's picking up a uh Well, I feel really bad about this now, so I'm gonna do a quick salt dusting. I did notice it's only on my side of the table, but that's fine. Um, while Brad does maintenance on the table, I guess I should remind each and every one of you motherfucks that you can find us at facebook.com slash terrible podcast. And uh, if you're already listening to us, thank you. If you're trying to tell people where to find us, go to what? Applepodcast.com. Fucking. Are we on Stitcher? Probably, yeah. We're, we might be on Stitcher. I don't know. I'm 100% on Stitcher. Anyway, just listen to it on Spotify. That's how I do it. 
It works just uh, fine. I as well. But yeah, like you were saying, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, whatever, dude. Just most of them. Just it's like, pretty fucking easy to just find a pod, cla- pod class platform. Mm-hmm. Class uh, platform. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Brad. Yes. I've been wondering something. Okay. If you got a stinky Peter and you need to get it wet, just hop in the shower and buddy, you bet it'll get smelling better with a little dick shower. Get smelling better with a little dick shower. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good right now. Hell yeah, After brother. After that jaunty tune. Yeah, speaking you took of jaunty. You for a jaunt. Just fucking, well, I just returning the favor, because uh, just before we started uh, recording... We, uh, you informed me, you emailed me a song that I hadn't listened to yet, yeah. so I listened to it, a 100% uh, Nick Pettigill authentic recording, and uh, it was beautiful. I loved it. Thanks, buddy. I creamed. Okay, gross. I'm not trying to make you do that. You don't I want me to cream? That I make. Um, I mean, metaphorically. I metaphorically creamed. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm having fun with it. Uh, my wife, Kels, shout outs, love you, beautiful. She yeah. got me, uh, uh, a little Chromebook for Father's Day, and Ooh. I've been putting it to good work, you bitches. Hell yeah. Uh, and, and I'm having a good time, you know? You're all bitches, according to Nick. I have ben. a lot of really good and important video games to play, but I just keep making music in my garage instead. It's hard to get away from it. It is. It's like, who am I cheating on? Am I cheating on my my budding musical career, dude? Or am I fucking cheating on The Last of Us Part Two? Uh, 100% budding. Budding. It turns out it takes a long time for musical careers to get into the vegetation stage. Right. We have been budding for like 15 fucking years. For quite a while. You know, it it was fertilized forever ago. So I I figured, um, hey man, I, you know how every once in a while I have an insane story about an encounter I Dude, had with Dude, yes. So quick refresher on the last one was uh, you went to uh, the local Mexican restaurant that you guys favor. Yes. And there was a couple there, the dude of which was hassling the waitress over, over a, a $3, two, $3 difference. And we uh, came to the conclusion, yeah, that his dignity to him is worth $3. About 3 bucks. Uh, U.S. tender. Because if so. I was in that situation, I'd be like, Oh, I'll just pay this extra $3. Yeah. That's not a big deal. And I'm the type of person that will also tip the server well no matter what. Absolutely. Or at least ensure that either me or Tiffany's tipping. If she pays with her card, normally it's whatever, regardless. But we're both in the mindset of... Let's take this care person's of our here. Server. Yeah, this person's here doing shitty work, regardless. Yeah. And I don't mean the quality of work shitty. I mean just the, it sucks going to work. Yeah, I mean, and they're waiting on you. Meanwhile, this dude instructed his wife or girlfriend, "Don't leave her a fucking tip." Yeah, like don't a write shit asshole. on that tip line because she's insisting that we pay an extra three dollars. An extra three dollars. Fuck. I'm gonna yell and scream at this bitch, and then we're gonna walk off like badasses. Um. Anyway. So that happened, what, like a month ago at this restaurant. So there's a new chapter in the Chronicles of Nick and Company's uh, Mexican restaurant visit. Believe it or not, the exact same restaurant. Um, We we walk in, we're like, we'd like to eat outside. And they said, yeah, no problem. And we walked through the restaurant to the little uh, outdoor eating area on the side of the building. You know what? Fuck it. We'll call it a pagoda. There you go. We walk out to the pagoda, 
He opens the door. You walked out to the Vagoda. To go into the Vagoja. And fucking right in front of us is a man sitting at a table, slumped over with his head in his arms. Uh, he was not decapitated. I feel like I could have described that better. Still attached. To I, that remember head. taking a nap at your desk at school? Yeah, exactly. That's what like he was that. doing. And in front of him on the table was a full bowl of chips, a pack of Newports, and a full opened beer. So but, I'm like, yeah, bro. holy shit. And the guy that, the, the, uh, the, it's not a server. Who's your fucking, who, your, our host? host? To, he just kind of looks at the guy and he looks at us and he's like, he's, he's sleeping. And we're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is. I see that, man. Um, so I immediately take a picture of this man and post it on Facebook because. You're a kind person. Because you betcha. Um, and we were there, we were there for fucking probably like 45 minutes, dude. Enjoying our meal and occasionally talking about this man. Um, things are slowing down. We're about to call it a day. And all of a sudden, this dude bolts up and says something along the lines of, Argrimen! So Kels says, What? <laughs> and he goes, Engage the man, please. He goes, Oh, so, I'm sorry? <coughs> and she's like, I'm, Did you say something to me? And he just keeps his finger by his ear, like, mm, can't hear you. You know what I mean? And he just looks really confused. <coughs> and she's like, ne- never mind. And he's like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then he starts devouring the chips that are right in front of him. Because he just woke up confused and was like, oh, there's those chips. Thank God. I'll smooth this out by eating some chips. Hell yeah. So we're sitting there kind of like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden, this guy goes, I go- come on, Brendan. And Kels is like, huh? <laughs> and he's like, what, dude? Like he, like, he would say something, she'd say, what? And he'd be like, huh? Like, who, why are you talking to me all of a sudden? Um, he decided to smooth the tension by saying, how you guys doing? I'm doing good today. I got my hair cut, he said. He told us he had his hair cut. He got his hair cut that day, huh? Um, and Kels is like, yeah, you got your hair cut? And he goes, yeah, it looks good, doesn't it? And I'm like, it looks great, buddy. And he said, it's good to get your hair cut. And I'm like, buddy oh. got his hair cut. It's good to get your hair cut. He said, it's good to get your hair cut. Here's the thing, man. Uh, okay. Also, you know, he kind of fucked off for a while and stayed yeah. there. He, okay. He would start to growl. Like he would stretch like, out and he'd be like, like that. It was weird. Like a fucking dinosaur. This gentleman has some real dad noises in his fucking pocket. Dude. We uh, we get up to leave, and I can't help myself, so I'm like, all right, brother, take care. And he's like, all right, man, good to see you. It was good to see you. So I said, I'll see you next time. He's like, yeah. And um, my God, one of the strangest encounters. That's great. I, I'm starting to wonder if people believe all of these stories that I'm sharing because I'll admit it's strange that I keep running into fucking strange people at restaurants but just the one yeah just the one just the one restaurant um but my god this fucking guy he was missing teeth of course I, I just my theory is that he was there late the night before passed out at the table and then fucking Somehow nobody from the restaurant noticed him when they were closing up, you know, because for him to be that fucked up right then and there, he would have had to have woken up at like, 
two o'clock in the morning and just started pounding booze, dude. Because we were there early. It was like eleven o'clock in the in the morning yeah. when we got there. So it's like he's still fucked up from the night before. I mean, maybe he woke up and just came and got some hair of the dog and passed back the fuck out. You dude. know. Either way, you, you you walk out and you're excited to eat some Mexican and and then there's there is a uh, a compromised individual. Mm-hmm. Compromise. No, that's wild. Like they came and opened the 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 restaurant that morning, and a guy walks outside and he's like, "Oh, oh, yeah, oh shit." Well, yeah. I'll bring him some chips and a drink. <laughs> I guess I'll just bring. It. So when he wakes up, he's comfortable. Yeah. As opposed to you know, that's waking up to the best scenario as opposed to the worst. Right. Uh, Instead yeah. of waking up with some guy nudging you who isn't necessarily the most fluent in English. All mm. right. Possibly. Mm. Um, and that's nothing. I'm not saying uh, love Mexicans, love their food. Please come here. I don't believe in borders anyways, so fuck all that shit. But that's a different story. Uh, yeah, it's okay to not be great at a second language. Because I'm. there are many languages that yeah. I am not great at. As a matter of fact, and English is just the one. first of them that I'm not good at. Mm-hmm. And that's the one I know the best. Right. Right? I'm uh, more gooder at English. Exactly. Than thus. But yeah, instead of being waking up being poked in the ribs by some gentleman who it's hard to communicate with and you're fucking confused as shit right. and disoriented. And all fucked up. Yeah. Instead of just an immediate negative scenario that's probably only going to escalate in one way or he'll just get booted out, you know what I mean, and be on his way, but then on the street like, where must they again? And then, you know, instead he's like, oh shit, chips and salsa? Fuck. Yeah. Oh, and okay, he, dude. He bolted up and said a random word to us. Good, and was so confused. And then he's like, "Chips." That's what a normal person would do right now. He would start eating his chips. I just got these chips. <laughs> I just sat down and got these chips. Thank you. I'll have the chips, hey, man, please. What if they were the chips and salsa and drink from the night before? That's what I think it was. I think he passed out with this shit in front of him and somehow went unnoticed. And then fucking woke up. Or like, no, like he got there, he ordered the beer, they brought him the chips and salsa and the beer, and then he fell asleep. And they're like, well, he's going to pay for this beer. Right. Uh, But it's like 1230 at night, so I'm going to go home and he'll be here in the morning. And if not, then whatever. They're like Joe Pesci from Goodfellas, and they're like, keep him here. Keep him here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, they took him in the back while he was passed out, broke his hands. Uh, uh. Yeah, it, 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 it was very bizarre. That's crazy. Um, yeah. And, and it was so good, and I was so happy that it happened to us. At least, you know, it seems like when you go there, you're in for dinner and a show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nowadays, that. that's what it is. I, so that's pretty fucking cool, my dude. Pretty fucking <laughs> radical. I, um, I've been on several cruises, as you know. Yeah. Uh, my very first cruise, there was this big group of just bros, dude. Just bro tanks the whole time. Uh, just, oh, what up, Kyle? Not much. Trevor, how you doing? You know, fucking just bros. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them passed out at a table in the buffet at like 6 o'clock at night. Like, we were on okay. our way to go eat dinner and then play in the pool for a while. And on our way back to our room, he was still passed out. Okay? And fucking, there was one of these poor guys that has to work on this fucking ship was trying his best to wake him up. But the kid, who, I say kid, he was fucking a big, swole motherfucker. And he was just refusing to get up. He's just, he's going, 
<laughs> and the poor guy is going, sir, you, you can't do this here. You can't do this here. It's time to get up. You can't do this here. And the guy's just no selling it. So this poor guy started lightly open palm striking this kid in the back of the head. And me and Kels were like, holy shit, dude. Like, what's happening? He's going, sir, you need to, you need to get up. You can't do this here. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was awesome. Anyway, don't pass out in public. Fucking make it back to your bed. Yeah. And if you do wake up and you're confused, tell somebody about your haircut. Yeah, just say you got a new haircut. That'll fix the situation. I'm doing uh, yeah. a little good. I got my haircut. I uh, yeah, got my haircut. Sorry, you cannot be here. I, uh... No, I got this haircut, though. I got my haircut. I eat my chips now. Can I have some chips and salsa and a beverage, please? I'll take a beer. I could use a, I could use a drink. You know what I think will straighten me right out? A beer. Probably a beer. A beer will set me straight. You know how I got all fucked up on alcohol last night? It's like I need a hot shower and a warm beer. Mm-hmm. Do you drink beers in the shower ever, Brad? No. But I'm not a huge drinker, and I don't like the way beer tastes. That's true. So you know what I mean? I'm a bigger drinker than you, I think. Yeah. That's an okay thing I've, to say. No, yeah. I and, think, um, A, that's a proven fact, and B, it's fine yeah. that that's a proven fact. I, I will drink a beer in the shower after a long day at work, because it's okay. cold, and it's a beer, and it's just relaxing. Meanwhile, uh, Ben Affleck just did this movie where he's like an alcoholic basketball coach, and uh, in the fucking trailer for the movie, they're... they're Is it called Slam Drunk? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I laughed so hard. Uh, It will forever be called Slam Drunk in my heart from now until the end of time. Um, They're trying to briefly show you that he has a drinking problem in the movie and one of the things or in the trailer and one of the things they show you is him drinking a beer in the shower and i'm like whoa, whoa, whoa. well that's just a common american practice whoops i got problems oh, no. <laughs> i think that came over with german immigrants after the war with german what grandparents immigrants so grandparents yeah my great-grandparents were straight from germany that's cool that's very cool. My grandparents, at least on my grandmother's side, were the first uh, native-born in my line. Uh, the my dad's side of the family, though, they I I don't know when they came here. Huh. <coughs> oh, yeah. I know that one goes back a few more generations, actually. Because that's always an interesting <clears throat> thing, man. I There's... I know that I know where all my family is from. Don't know when or how anybody got here. I feel like I remember my grandfather saying that my five times great grandfather was associated with Daniel Boone in some way or form. That's cool. Uh, but you know, okay. Don't fact check me. I don't know how you would. I'm not going unless to, you want to do all my genealogy. Yeah. Um, which there is. A, there's been a few people in my family that went hard on the genealogy for a bit. So we do have a... My grandmother has a fairly thick file on the Bodine family line. Uh, and I know my mom has a lot of information on the Slusser line. Slusser. So, uh, or... Uh, it's impossible to say your mom's maiden name without sounding drunk. Slusser? Slusser. Slusser. 
And then my grandma's maiden name on that same site is House, which was House. House with a Z, German, right? With an S. H A U S. Okay. But here it's just spelled House. H O U S E. H O U T Z Z. Yeah. Howitzer. Her maiden name is Howitzer, like the giant death cannon. The huge gun. For death is what they're for. Those giant machine made reapers. That could be a title for an album or song, my dude. Um, Bank that. Or a band in general. Machine just... Made Reapers. Yeah. Um, There's already a band called Machine Made God. Machine Made God? Mm-hmm. Brad's eating snacks. Sorry, there's pickle in my I mouth. got me a pickle <laughs> in my Did I sound mouth. drunk? There's already yeah. a Machine Made God. Hey, everybody. It's Paul Slaughter. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and ask me. Go ahead and ask me. Yeah, I got pickle snacks. Brad, um, are you ready for Brad Science right here off the fucking bat? Dog? I think I'm in a good place for it. Oh, Brad Science. I'm gonna learn some shit. Brad Science. Let's fucking learn about it. Brad. Welcome to Brad Science. I'm Nick. I'm Brad. And today, we're going to talk about some Science. We're going to talk about some motherfucking science, motherfucker. Brad, this week for Brad Science, I would like to ask you. I got a question for you first off. Okay. Is this some good hot science? Derailing the sex. Just riddle, yeah, me, this, the, this is riddle pretty, me that one. This is a pretty sexy uh, science question. Thank you. Brad. Uh-huh. Bodine. Yes. Science. Uh-huh. How does the scope on a rifle work? Uh, like, how can you manipulate glass... To a point where you can be like, okay, I see that thing up there. I'm going to zoom in, and I'm going to fucking focus on it, and my gun's going to shoot directly at where this is pointing, and everything's going to be just fine. How the fuck do they do that? Okay, so to answer all that, this is going to be a little lengthy, Okay, but I'm going to try and cover it uh, succinctly and well. Let's hear it, baby. So the way scopes work, or telescopes, or anything of that matter, lenses on a camera things like that the way those work is a series of lenses that you can change the distance between okay and those lenses bend light in specific ways you can have i imagine you can have concave or convex shapes on the lenses the front of the glass you know what i mean okay can either have a shape bowed out or bowed in and either or will either bend light out or bend light in as light passes through it. Okay. Okay. And by moving those lenses back and forth with each other, you can change focus or zoom or whatever. It's just manipulating those lenses in a fashion. Maybe they tilt, maybe they don't. I'm not exactly sure in that kind of way. But by doing that and manipulating different lenses, that's how you get your focus. That's how you zooms and distances and shit like that okay and all the lenses are are a piece of a glass disc right like i was saying that has a bow either in or out on one or both sides whatever i'm not sure but it's super polished it's polished so clean you can get a visible sharp clear picture through them Mm -hmm. right so then when you put that on a gun then uh You'll look through your scope, you'll have your reticle, and you'll sight in your weapon. You'll set targets at specific distances, and then you'll shoot at them, and you'll see where your scope lands and track your shot. 
and then you adjust it. Or they put lasers in the barrel and shit now. That's the way they really do yeah. is they got like a, a bullet-shaped laser right. that you can put right in that barrel that points. And we've already learned how lasers work. Exactly. It's in the arc. So you point that laser at the bullseye of your target at whatever meterage, 50, 100, depend, well, I mean, you know, and so on and so forth. The bigger the scope, the farther you're going to go. But, like, if you're trying to sight in at 400 meters, then you'll put a target at 400 meters. You'll set your barrel laser on the bullseye, and then you'll adjust your scope accordingly to pinpoint that laser at that distance. And then from there, you know where your reticle sits at what distance, where your crosshairs are. So you can move your barrel around accordingly. Aim high if you need to, aim low if you need to. Sure, sure. That was maybe the most precise and uh, well thought out, without having to think of it, uh, Brad Science answer of all time. Yeah. I would like to give you props. Thank you. I got one little side tidbit about that that goes even further. Okay. Did you know that after you fire a bullet, it will rise in the air before it falls in the air on its archway? I didn't know that. I mean, before a few years ago. I, I guess I should say, when I learned that, I was like, oh, that's crazy. I used to think bullets came straight out of a gun and slowly tapered off down towards the ground, but they actually rise as well. You'll have a, an arch as that thing comes out of the barrel. That's um, super scientific, Brad. Hell fucking. I think I understand. Let me try and run this back the way I understand it. Okay. 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 So you have concave or a context lens. Uh-huh. And a lens is a little grass dicks. Uh-huh. And then one side little tit tit is that bullets when they are fired will cry. <laughs> yes. Brad science. I fucking learned some shit. Dude, I love science with you. Thank you. It's so I good. I love science with you as well. That was a good one. That was. That was a good one, because I had the info on that. Like, I have an all right idea of how those work at I least. could tell as soon as I asked the question. You were like, oh, oh, oh motherfucker. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Um, it's good to have segments on your show, um, including the one that I tried to introduce a few weeks ago and then completely forgot about. We're going we're gonna to let something die, Brad. Oh, let it die. Let it die. We're going to fucking let something die. That Can I... you come up with a jingle for it? Um, let it die. Fucking give it a try. No. Okay. <laughs> you did give it a try. I did. But I we're also letting it die. So, I I f- it you know what? It's a good theme song because it encompasses Absolutely. all of the themes of what we're it about was, to do. Uh, it was metaphorical, that theme yeah. song. Yeah. Um, we're artists. You know, you, you, you see some shit. On Facebook, you see it once or twice, you're like, oh, okay. And then everybody says the same shit or posts the same shit. Mm -hmm. Or in this case, does the same pose. A little bit of setup. Uh, I have um, a friend who is a photographer. Did you just say photographer? I think I may have, yes. You said I have a friend that is a photographer. Photographer. Uh Uh-huh. Um... She takes Does she f- work at the library? She takes photographs for the library, yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, I've, I've noticed in wedding pictures, it's becoming more and more popular to get a picture of the bride and groom holding hands, walking, typically through a field, and the groom 
He's doing the shush motion. He's holding his fucking finger up to his lips and saying, shh. I've seen it hella. And here's my question. Why? What's the fucking secret here, guy? You're taking pictures at your wedding. You are very... Like, is he turned around looking at the camera? Yeah, he's like, shh. Like, what, how come, what, don't tell anybody about don't this? Don't tell anybody you're getting married and taking pictures in your wedding right. outfits? The, if, if you don't want anybody to know about this, first of all, don't take fucking yeah. pictures, you dummy. It's the stupidest fucking thing. They're like, they're like oh, we just got married. Shh, 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 shh. Don't tell anybody. I'm the groom. Uh, it's it, tradition to keep this a secret, yeah. right? Fucking take this to your grave. Here's what it is. He's like, <laughs> he's like I'm going to go have sex with this woman for the first time. Oh. Shh. No, you aren't, dude. Yeah, you guys been banging. You've been you've been banging her since the very beginning. You've been banging, you fucking liar. More than likely. So anyway, grooms shushing, let it die. We know you're gonna bang your wife, asshole. <laughs> oh, let me guess. You guys are gonna go bang. Fuck you, dude. Oh no shit. No shit, Sherlock. Fucking stupid idiot. Um, what do you say we take a little uh, commercial break here, yeah. Bradley? You have a word from our sponsors. Words from our brand new sponsors. Here we go. My name is Tex and I'm from Texas. You sick and tired of being such a pussy? Then come on out to my seminar called Dicks Can't Be Pussies with Tex from Texas. Join me at my goddamn ranch Tuesday, November 31st, 2020. The address is 1225 Texas Road, Texas, right here in the U.S. of A. Pull up to the south end of the northwest corner of the barn on the east side of my property. At the Dicks Can't Be Pussy Seminar, you'll learn how to drop your bad pussy habits and pick up some good dick practices. A good dick knows how to put a dip in his mouth, respect his mother, kill a fish, place landmines, bake cookies, drink a goddamn beer, fight his father, kill a deer, kill a man, love a woman. Payment plans are available, but they are also discouraged, socialist. Price is yet to be determined because I'm still waiting on the goddamn liberal judge to determine the amount of back pay I owe for alimony. Because goddamn Teresa decided to go live in a goddamn bungalow somewhere with Jeff from the gym. Fuck you, Jeff. This November, I'm going to teach your bitch ass how to be a dick. And you'll be fucking pussies in no time. Yeah! And we're back. Special thanks to Tex from Texas. I love the guy. My goodness gracious. That sounds like a hell of a uh, Yeah, he's got a, a good seminar. seminar there. He's got a nice workshop going, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I share a lot of his views. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. To the core. Me and him, <laughs> hand in hand. But, uh, you know, go there. Work on yourself. It'll be good. Absolutely. I know, for one, sometimes I'm tired of being such a pussy. Yeah. You know, so. Well, there's, I mean, multiple times a day where I'm like, ah, I wish I didn't handle that like a bitch. Yeah. Um, exactly. And I feel like he could help me out a lot. So. Yeah. Try it out, folks. I'm sure uh, there's a coupon code in there somewhere. So there's got to be. Just Google uh, text from Texas coupon codes. Promo it's got, codes. It's got to be in there in the internet somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Just open up your internet file and uh, take a gander. Um, Brad, I'm going to switch things up a little bit here, buddy. All right. I've got a history lesson for you. 
Sounds like I'm a lucky devil. You are. Lucky some buck. Lord knows I love me some history and herstory. Sure. And and theystory. Theystory, absolutely. This one is specifically history, which is fine. Great. Okay. Um, have you ever heard the name Elmer McCurdy? I've heard the first name, but not the last. Sure. Yeah. No, okay. No, never mind. I've heard both, okay. but never together. Never together. To- N- never, never together. Never together. We're going to be never together forever. Um, Elmer McCurdy was an American bank and train robber Ooh. back in the early 1900s. He was a fucking outlaw. Hell yeah. And that sound is... Uh, very uh, appropriate because he died in a shootout with police in oh. 1911 after a failed attempt to rob a train. Yeah, that's, you know. I'm going to. Where's the Blue Lives Matter crowd? Right. Hey, let's hear from you. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do my best to keep this quick because I could read like eight or nine paragraphs or I can just give you the cliff notes that I remember. I, I mean, I kind of I like eight or nine paragraphs. Okay. When I present you with history. That's true. I just, most of the time, pull up the Wikipedia page yeah. while I'm introducing it. Give me just a second while yeah, I pull no, this up. Yeah, no, take your time. I'll roll this phone. through. Um, uh, okay, so he was killed in 1911 in a shootout with the police. He was His body was taken to The Undertaker in Pawushka, Oklahoma. Ooh. Probably not saying that right. We'll imagine it as a Native American name, um, because that's, I imagine, what yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, was, it laid there unclaimed for uh, long enough to where the undertaker of, of the funeral home embalmed the body with an arsenic-based preservative, which was typically used in embalming in that era to preserve a body for a long period when no next of kin were known. Okay. Um, gonna skim ahead a bit. Anyway, nobody came forward. This undertaker guy decided he needed to be paid for his services, so he posed the body with a rifle uh, and started charging people a nickel to uh, come and look at the body. Um, then eventually he was contacted by a man calling himself Aver, claiming to be Elmer McCurdy's long-lost brother from California. How you doing, Aver McCurdy? My name's Aver, and I'm a brother. And... <laughs> Aimer and another man who Aimer or Aver? Aver. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and another man who called himself Wayne showed up, said they were both uh, this dude's brother. They took him away. Turns out they ran the Great Patterson Carnival Show. It was a traveling carnival. Love it. Uh, they charged people to see the embalmed bandit uh, for like 11, 12 years. Um... I'm not I'm not feeling reading all this shit. So let me just tell you what happened. <laughs> okay. So throughout the years he kept getting bought out by other different yeah. people, okay? One show or another. Yeah. Be it freak or carny. Um several different owners throughout the next like 40 or 50 years. Okay. And each time somebody new bought it, the fact that he was a real dead body kept becoming more and more uh, unimportant. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, eventually, he was sold to like this shitty uh, fun house, like yeah. scary house, like in like Coney Island, I think it uh-huh. was. It was. And um, the way that they found out that that was a real body was because there was a film crew in town for uh, the Six Million Dollar Man. Uh-huh. And they were filming in that fucking fun house, 
and they had to move. He was hung by his neck from the gallows, and they had to move him to the side to get something through, and his fucking arm broke off and exposed a bunch of bone. And they were like, whoa, Uh let's call the police now. Because we're in the somewhat modern day, and now we just don't have bodies out for sure. We just found a dead fucking body. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, a bunch of research had to go into it. They had to do, uh, like, a skull superimposition to be like, okay, this fits this dude that we can't locate anyway. You know what I mean? And then, uh, anyway, now he's, he's officially buried in Oklahoma in a marked grave. That's covered in two feet of fucking concrete, so nobody else tries to steal his body, it, like it was, they did with Abe Lincoln. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a big news story. This was like like late seventies when they finally figured yeah. out who he was. Yeah, and uh, they took him back to Oklahoma, and he's buried next to another outlaw. But dude, isn't that wouldn't that suck to die in a shootout if you were like, what if you like had to watch your body for all of eternity, and you were just like, uh. oh, don't do that, ah. Oh. Aw, oh, man, aw. Oh. Do you eventually give in and, like, try and spook people in the spook house? Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I would, because we love, we, we love that shit. I like spooking people. We, uh, we get spooky. We spoop all over. I'm trying to spoop all these fucking kids, I'll tell you that much. I'll spoop on all those fucking kids. So, yeah, uh, Elmer McCurdy, shout outs. Sorry shout outs, Elmer McCurdy. that they did all those things to your body. Turns out that um, is, uh... Jeanette McCurdy's great 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 grandfather. Okay. Um, and she is star of such Nickelodeon shows as Sam and Cat. Oh. Or, uh, Others. Some other shit from back when we were probably in our early twenties. This yeah. is a couple generations ago. Nickelodeon. Now she's just a grown-up actress. Right. 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 She, um, I don't know who the fuck that is. I'm going to be honest go. with you. There, there was a whole... Uh, she was on that Ariana Grande tip. She was the other one? Yeah. She was not... She was the other one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. She was the other one. There okay. you go. Cool. Yeah, well, her great-grandfather was a... Her great-grandfather was also an entertainer, it turns yeah, out. Yeah. Just not during his life. Not on purpose. Mm-hmm. Not, not willfully. Who would have come... Who would have thought she... Who would have come? Who would have thought she comes... Who's coming? Who would have thought she comes from a long line of entertainers? She's from an entertainment dynasty. Sometimes when it's in your blood, it's in your blood. Even Hell if, yeah, bro. Even if your blood ain't pumping anymore, you fucking still got to put on a goddamn show and fucking make when sure. When it's in your blood, it's in your blood. And if your blood is arsenic, then it's in your arsenic blood. <laughs> I feel bad for the guy. Um, notice I'm not saying, well, you shouldn't have broken the law. Yeah, exactly. Um, I had a weird thing. I, I do. You, I take my shirt off when I cut my grass. Okay. Trying to keep this thing bronzed and yeah. toned. Um, no hell, no hell, yeah. I have a neighbor who kind of creeps me out. I imagine you look like a bronze god, and that's why. Uh, well, yeah, I'm getting. Show there. me right now. You want? You want me to yep. disrobe? Take it all. I'm gonna do it. I don't do that fucking shit for free, bub. Um, yeah, I was out there cutting the grass. You're fat then. Okay, tell everyone I'm fat. I don't give a fuck. I'm comfortable in my body size. Uh huh. I do not like being shamed. Uh-huh. I I could stand to lose a couple. Me too. Mm-hmm. I could stand to mow my yard too. Yeah, you can stand to take your shirt off. Hell yeah! I need to put the battery for my mower on a charger. That's right. I have a battery powered mower, and you know what? 
it can do my yard twice over. Hell. I fucking did it. I ran it to its limits. It didn't die on me. I just did the yard twice without charging and that fucking tell, battery. You could tell that was about yeah. it. Yeah. And, and check. I, well, I mean, I can see it has a gauge. Yeah. So oh. it was like, hey. Perfect. It's now, like a gas yeah. gauge, but it's a fucking juice gauge. Yeah, right? exactly. For the juice, right? And yeah. uh, we uh, we own a duplex. So I'm essentially duplex. I'm essentially mowing two smaller yards or yeah. one medium I'm going to call it mid-mid-large yard. I, I'd say altogether your yard's about the same size as mine. Yeah. Um, which is sizable. Yeah. So I can you. do two yards, front and back. Yeah. It's a motherfucker. battery, dude. Fucking, so I recommend it. Cobalt yeah. 80 volt, motherfucker. Hey, Cobalt, send me some free shit, by the Shout way. Out. I would like some more uh, battery-powered tools that work on those 80 volt max batteries. What up? Shout out to 80 volt max batteries. Uh, um, so, hey, I was... Mm-hmm. mowing shirtless <laughs> and Sorry, i'm trying to get free batteries it's cool no i you know fucking get your shit in brother you know i still need like a leaf blower same so. i could use a leaf blower a leaf brower fuck i could use a reef stock i could use a reef grower god damn i was mowing shirtless uh-huh. <laughs> and uh he does this thing he goes and he sits in his front yard and just sits there which is fine fucking get out there you know yeah go hang out but um, every time I peered over at him, he was watching me. Huh. And it would get to the point where I would continue to look. Did you give him the old one, two, three? Yeah. You know what he did? Just I'm glad. kept on looking. Did you do it on purpose, though, too? Yeah, yeah. I gave him one. I'm like, weird. I gave him two. I'm like, uncomfortable. I gave him three. I'm like, well, here we go. No, so I was just... just pushing the mower and watching him, and he was just looking at me the whole time and it was fucking uncomfortable he's a nice enough man do you think he was just spaced it's possible but if he was just spaced then how come he's looking at me up towards my landscaping and then in the middle of my yard and then down towards well, the like street. are you far enough away to know that like he's turned to yes. look at you yes it's oh. eye contact dude and maybe a little bit of eye to tit contact i got i do have nice chest tickles i have a but, like, i have does nice he chest like tickles. uh do you like see him adjust like he does some sort of conscious motion and he's yeah. just still staring right at you yeah. or is he just he keeps messing with his waistband is he like a statue does no, he he's... pet the inside of his thigh <laughs> he's not a statue dude he fucking is watching me and it's weird and bizarre and gross and i don't like it ah uh, don't worry about it until he takes his shirt off too yeah that's a problem um i'm bringing this up because you know women i get it now yeah Oh, that's what that's like. My God, it's terrifying. Yeah, but every day from your pubescence on. Yeah. Anytime you're out of your house. Yep. Until you're, I don't know, late 50s, early 60s. Even then. Depending on what you do with yourself, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was like, hey, will you stop? Depending on how short your hair is probably at that point. Yeah, that's a big big one. And how much teacher arm you have. My hair's pretty short. Um Hey, don't look at me. You know hey, this is fucking weird. Stop looking at me. You know, I see your arm jiggle, Brad. Do you see his arm jiggle? You I, know when he's stroking it yeah. while you're mowing the fucking yard? <laughs> I probably would if I looked hard enough. He's a nice enough man, but stop looking at me. <coughs> hey, in case you're a listener of the show, doubtful. But that shit was fucking weird, and I didn't like it, and I want you to not do it again. What's that? 
staring at me while I'm Oh, I thought you were talking to me specifically for a second about like my arm jiggling what? or saying the word stroke in it. No, yeah, that's cool. You can do whatever you want with your <laughs> arm. That's not, not a, a big concern of mine. I'm talking about being made a fucking piece of meat by yeah. my creepy neighbor that Yeah, I'm doesn't not feel sure. good. Yeah. Doesn't feel good. It's fucking weird. There was, a, there was an older lady in the metal community that used to make me feel like that, too. Oh, yeah. I won't say her name, but she knows who she is, and she mm-hmm. knows what she said. <laughs> fuck, dude. She went, I'm gonna make you my fuck puppet. Um, kind of, yeah. Um, the first time I met her, she shook my hand, and she's like, oh, I always like meeting a new sex toy. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, Jesus bitch. Christ. Hey, it's never gonna happen. All right. If you were really attractive. Yeah. Hey, I'd think about it in that case. I'm shallow. Oh. So respect each other. Don't, don't, don't sexualize everybody. Yeah. I'm just trying to cut my grass. I'm not a piece of ass. Yeah. I'll if pass. you're if you're in a place that's uh hypersexualized like that and that's the going activity then sure absolutely enjoy yourself in that fashion you're uh uh among the willing and everybody's consenting yeah but out of the blue while you're mowing your yard i'm just trying to cut my fucking grass dude or while you're a young man out there in the metal circuit playing at the local bars uh shaking hands greeting right hey i'm nick and she's like hi i'm Mm, starts with an A. <laughs> it starts with an A, doesn't it? She's like, "Hi, I'm Spread Eagle," and you're like, <laughs> "Huh?" Um, yeah, she was fucking creepy too. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Um, so whatever. I'm not sure why I even brought that up. I just wanted to share that it's very uncomfortable when somebody stares at you yeah. for so long. Well, let the world know. Yeah. Use our voice as white men to, <laughs> you know. Let uh, let people who will only listen to our ilk right. for some fucking reason, yeah, know that that shit's not cool, dude. I can personally guarantee you that mostly nothing and anything that I say is meaningless. You know what I'm saying? Almost everything that I say is not important at all. Yeah, you know what I mean. Same. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. What's that have to do with what we're talking about? The listening to the white man. Oh yeah, yeah. I personally guarantee that I'm I'm not. Very we don't necessarily have much to really say, right? You know, I do, but not here. Oh yeah. Um. But whatever the fuck, man. What? What? That's uh, what she said. Uh, yeah, it is. What do you got? What do you know about? I mean, you see, there's nothing in front of me. There dude. is nothing. I don't know why I asked you. Oh that. gosh, shit. Uh huh. Um. Uh-huh. I lit a pile of. Old grass that had been sitting out in a pile, semi-composting, on fire yesterday. Yeah, Brad had a volcano in his yard yesterday. Uh, and for like the Shit. first four and a half, five hours, it was fine. Uh-huh. It was cool. Yeah. What I had to do, because this grass had compressed itself into its own little sheets or brick-type structures, uh, you know, is raking it up into a pile for burning. And then they would sit there, they'd be on fire for a quick second, or I'd hit them with lighter fluid or fucking citronella oil and shit, whatever combustibles I had lying around I tried to use on this pile over time, because what it would do is it would light a flame for a second, the top layer of frill would burn, and then everything else would just roast like a cherry. Right. And eventually that would go out. Uh, No. I mean, it stayed cindering. Okay, well, I don't know anything. It just stayed there smoldering, 
You know what I mean? But uh, uh, so what I do is after I ran out, ran through all of my accelerants. Um, Good word, my man. I decided to just bust out the old air compressor with its little spray head. And then I'd go up there to that mound of cinders and stand a few feet away from it. You'd stoke that bird. And just throw some oxygen at it. You know what I mean? You gotta fucking stoke that Move bird. Move some air at it. And I did. And then there were points when I could like aim it. I'd get in closer and aim it super specific and create nearly a fucking crucible, dude, in that shit. I could probably melt metal in that grass. Jesus. So I did that for a couple fucking hours. And then we decided we were just going to let it smolder and sit out here by the garage where uh. we can see it and stuff. So then a storm rolled in. Okay, and we watched it roll it, and it was beautiful, but then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the wind picks up, out of nowhere, like we didn't just watch the storm roll in. Right. Uh, and we stand up to take the chairs inside and stuff, and we notice this wind is blowing our cinders everywhere, and the whole pile is a, a hot fire inferno. It is glowing red hot like the end of a cigarette, Ooh. right? And then bits of it are going off into the neighbor's garden and shit, and we're like, oh <laughs> So, like a good fire tender, I had an emergency bucket of water out there already. Yeah. And we dumped that, and Tiffany gathered some more buckets. We made a nice little brigade for a couple minutes. I didn't have to, like, run around the neighborhood and put out fires. That's good. Every, I raked everything in yeah. and put out the fire in the pile. Yeah. Everything is, or put out the burning hot cinders in the pile. Everything is cool. The day is saved, and no, but nothing was ever in any danger. That uh, that could have gone poorly. It was intense for a second. You handled the situation. So that's something that happened in our life. Yeah, I wish uh, I wish we knew where that fucking wind came from. But Joe Crane ain't trying to fuck mm. with us, apparently. Yeah, where you at, Joe Crane? Joe Crane. Hey, motherfucking Joe Crane. Joe Crane. Joe Crane. You need to come to the podcast that's my walking that's your walking impression. that's my walking quick quick question uh-huh how come nobody ever talks about how him and uh robert wagner were totally involved in natalie wood's death and it's mm-hmm. like just a thing that we don't talk about yeah in this day and age when everybody's coming out against sexual assault and shit well how like about we weren't happened? alive when that happened i so. know but also what the fuck happened to Natalie Wood? Yeah. And how come we're like, ah, oh, Chris Walken, he's so kooky and fun. Yeah. Also possibly a murderer. What the fuck happened to Natalie Wood? Yeah. Like that one dude's like, uh, Chris, I just murdered Natalie. Yeah. And Christopher Walken's like, my guy. Yeah. What, what are we going to do? Bonkers. It's, uh, my Walken's not what, good. What are we going to do? I, no, that turned more into Pacino. Yeah. He went, you're talking to my guy all wrong. It's the wrong tone. What if he said that to Natalie Wood before he killed her? Ew, fuck. And that's where he came up with that. Uh, apparently, the guy... What is it? Who drives the boat? Is it a pilot? The boat pilot? Captain. The captain of the boat reported hearing Robert Wagner say at one point... Or, uh, break a bottle. He heard a bottle break and he heard Robert Wagner say, Are you trying to fuck my wife? And then she was dead the next morning. Uh, and people were like, dude, Chris Walken. And he's like, I don't know what happened. I went to sleep on a boat. I woke up on a boat. I'm weird. He and goes, fucking uh, Robert Wagner's like, I believe I murdered my wife. And then fucking Chris Walken's like, you heard about that, brother. My walking's getting better. Sounded like a commotion out there. All right, I'm going to go be in a Fat Boy Slim music video. (laughs) I'm going to 
dance my way to justice. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's getting better. That was... Mm, yeah, my name is Christopher Walken. Yeah, not Christopher running. No, one, Chris Walken, man. <laughs> yeah. He's, it's getting better. He's calm. He's cool. Mm. Collected. He's, uh, he's collected. That's no... No, we got it. Nah. Yeah. Okay. He's collected. My name is Christopher Walken. <laughs> God damn it. I got a pretty good Chris Walken. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Let it die. Let it die, Chris Walken. Let it die. Fucking. Hey, Chris Walken, tell us what the fuck happened yeah. to Natalie Wood. I'm waiting on his like, death what is his, Robert Wagner's I've never death heard his side of the story. Nobody mm-hmm. has. That's the thing. They're like, just like, it's like they're fucking sworn to secrecy. I'm dude. not it's talking. Like, it's the weirdest fucking thing. Yeah, I'm not talking. I'm walking. Chris walking. Is that how that song went? Is that a song from Greece? The I was musical? Doing Fat Boy Slim. Oh. Yeah. I'm doing be shy by the sound of my voice. Check out my new weapon, weapon of choice. You can do with this, or you can do with that. It is that song. You can do with that, or you can do with that. That video is fucking fly. You can go with us, but it is. It's really good. Uh, here's a confession of mine, which I don't feel is like really a confession because I feel like most people should feel this way. I'm a fan of Fat Boy Slim, Fine. or at least those two songs, right. that and Praise You. Yeah, Praise You's. Really uh, when crazy. I was young and Praise You first came out and was all over the radio, I had a hamster die. Oh, buddy. and uh, that song really helped me through that time, oh, buddy. I um, I had a. Have you ever heard of a swordtail fish? It's like a. It's like a. It's a little tiny. It's it's tail Maybe. is shaped like a fucking dagger and it's cool oh, as fuck. Okay. And I had one and his name was Stab. I named him Stab. That's dope. And uh we had to change his water out in his tank and he got sick. Oh no. And it was the weirdest thing because all of a sudden he was like still alive and kinda swimming on his side, but his head got swollen. It was very traumatic for me. And I flushed him when he was still alive, cause oh god, I mean he was he was done pretty much. It's it like, like as you pulling the plug. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I I had to flush him, and it was a traumatic time. But you want to know what song got me through it? Stroke me, stroke me. By Billy Squire. You want to know what song got me through it? What was that? Uh, yeah, it was that one. <laughs> <laughs> I. I'm like, I'll think of one that's funny. It was... <laughs> was it Life After Love by Cher? It was that song that they play at hockey games by uh, known child rapist Gary Glitter. Anyway, that guy raped kids. Uh, we're going to take another commercial break, and we'll be right back. Stop right there, motherfuckers. 
Have I got news for you. Are you tired of waking up in a funk or hating a lot of your existence? Are you tired of eating food you don't have to cook or being physically unable to poke on your wife with your Peter meat? Are you spending all your time in the garage sharpening and resharpening your knives or staring at the floor in disdain? Are you hurting yourself or those around you? Do you break your kid's shit because they won't listen? Well, bright days are just ahead and directly above you. Just look at the sky, silly! Feel a warmth inside, the likes of which only gods have known without the aid of a shaman or drug dealer. Flood your brain with serotonin and reveal yourself as a new creature bathed in light and love with MDMA today. May cause feelings of love. May cause feelings of brightness. May cause you to want to bang stuff. You also may just roll your goddamn balls off and hang out on the couch sweating your dick into the dirt for uh, about four or five hours. If that happens, just ride it out, you dummy. You ate too much, but all will be okay. It just floods your brain with serotonin. And we're back. Special thanks to DMT. MDMA. DMT too. You never know. But thank you, uh, MDMA. <laughs> I forgot what you said in it. We recorded it, or they sent it, and we're back. What? And we're back. So yeah, if you're having trouble, you feel depressed, you're feeling sad, anything like that, you're having trouble with the wife, you guys are on a rocky road, you can have a couple's therapy night, whatever, dude. MDMA, it'll help you out. MDMA. Set a night aside, sweat your ass off, and come out in the morning Sure. better. Just a better person. Yeah. A better, fuller, yeah. more radiant Oh, dude, you'll be luminous. Confident. You'll be glowing. You'll be, you'll be more confidenter. You'll be confidential. You're going to be all, all better. You will feel soft on the inside and hard on the outside. Um, special thanks, MDMA. Uh, I fucked up and said DMT. What is the fucking difference? I don't mean... Uh, let me rephrase that. Are you going that. back to Brad Science? No, Real quick. I, and also, I didn't mean it like, what's the fucking difference? I mean, like, hey, what's the difference between those two things? Uh, DMT is the most powerful hallucinogen on the planet. Uh, and MDA, uh, MDMA is Molly. Yeah, right? and it's more like ecstasy. I don't know drugs. Uh, so hey, DMT, Mom, this one I am happy for you to hear. Yeah. I don't know shit about drugs. Really. DMT just makes you hallucinate, and it's naturally produced in the body. Yeah. And MDMA just floods your system with serotonin, which is also naturally produced in the body. It's also a little bit of an upper. Yeah? Yeah. Slightly hyperactive? No. Just a, it's a, a awake and attentive. You're not like, okay. not like you're on blow. Yeah. By any means. That's another thing I but don't know shit about. But MDMA shout is, outs. It is a drink all night drug. Well, hell, I don't need no drugs for that, brother. <laughs> I don't I had, know. If I had a fucking beer right now, I would have opened it. A couple it weeks ago, perfect. you came over and got tuned up, and we all went to bed around 10 o'clock. Dude, so. yeah. Okay, uh, our last episode, um, I fucking, we, it was when we had our slumber party. Hell yeah. And at the end of that episode, we're like, we're probably going to record another one here after a couple hours. Apologies in advance for what that sounds like. Anyway, that didn't happen. Nope. Uh, because shortly after that episode, we were walking back into your house, and I remember my quote, Brad. It was, accidentally went ahead and got a little fucked up over here, bub. Mm-hmm. And you were like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. And then we watched Ace Ventura and went to bed at 8.30, or 10.30. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it was good. I went home the next day. And Kels was like, how late did you guys stay up? I was like, dude, like 10.30. She's like, 
why didn't you just come home? Like, cause I was fucked. Like, yeah. that's what I do though. I'm all excited about a social interaction. And then I just fucking throw them down. Dude. Just drink through the whole thing without the assistance of any drugs of yeah. any sort. Yeah. I don't need drugs to help me drink all night. Clearly. <laughs> I've, I've mastered that fucking activity. My God. All right, Mom, I don't want you to hear yeah. that last part. Uh, you know, with the assistance of a shaman or drug dealer. <laughs> um, Brad. Yeah, dude. Do you have a memory warehouse for this week? Do yours and I'll have mine. Okay. Um, what do we do? Oh, it's the memory warehouse. We're inside. We're going to hear about some memories that we remember. With our friends, my fucking name is Nick. Do you remember it? Well, I remind you, baby, my name is fucking Nick. Hey, motherfucks, welcome to the Memory Warehouse. I'm Nick. And I am Brad. And today we're going to talk about some memories. Um, Hey, Brad. Yeah? I was a very, very small child. Um, In size? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I was kind of little, honestly. But what I mean was I was very young when this happened. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so what kind of jostled my memory with this is that I will take Rocky to Chuck E. Cheese uh, right when they open on weekdays, when there's nobody there, and shortly after they've just cleaned everything. And uh, we were just kind of cruising around. And we're wearing our masks, and everything's cool. And I just, I couldn't help but look around and be like, oh, man, good thing they don't have that fucking ball pit anymore. That would be a nightmare. Remember that they used Yeah, I lost a ring in there when I was a kid. Oh, man, was it an engagement ring? No, it okay. was uh, a silver ring my grandma got me that had a B engraved on it. Oh, it was an actual ring yeah. that mattered. That yeah. sucks. Yeah, good luck finding it. Probably still there. It's, it could be. Uh, but they did away with the ball pit, luckily, because that had to be a cesspool of fucking germs and just oh, dude. old pee. Are the sky tubes still there? Nope. Good. Nope. It's just, I mean, it's Dave and Buster's for kids now. Ooh, shit, oh, shit. I'm sorry, America. That's all right. Uh, I imagine, yeah, because they'd have to get in there and, like, sanitize all that. Each individual ball. And then and they'd have tube? to smell it and be like, does it smell like potty still? Nope. Okay, this one's good. Oh, Give this it one deal. smells like potty. Put it in the potty pot. Give it the potty stink test, um, son. So, in thinking about how there used to be a ball pit there, all of a sudden, this fucking memory came back to me, and I literally had to have been, like, four. Like, this is one of the first things that I can remember in my fucking life. I was in the ball pit. It was uh, surrounded by a net, so all the balls wouldn't fly out. Like, yeah. a, a net from the base of the pit to uh, up to the ceiling. There was a large um hispanic man who was watching his children i say hispanic because he was speaking uh spanish okay accurate assessment right you said what accurate assessment? yes yeah because brad's speaking spanish now um and he was kind of scary like he was not being nice to them he was kind of shouting at them. Maybe they had to go or something. Maybe it was time for them to leave. Tu madre! Yeah. Tu madre! Yeah. Adele. Um, and, tu madre! And uh, he kind of, as he was waiting for his kids to get out, he kind of like zoned out and had his forehead leaned against the, the net. And for some reason, I picked up one of the balls 
and threw it at him. <laughs> and, and it hit him in the fucking forehead. <laughs> and I remember being immediately scared because, whoops, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I kind of fucking shrunk down, and he looked at me, and he could tell it was me. And he just went, and he pointed his finger at me, dude. <laughs> and I just kind of shrunk. <laughs> you know, I just... <laughs> And I never told my parents because I'm like, I'm going to get in trouble. But this dude just stared me down and pointed at me for like a really long time. I've done that before. Because I threw a ball at his face. Not for a really long time. (laughs) But like see another kid do bad shit. Or in a place like that with Fred before the pandemic hit, we went to Bounce Tag, which is hella cool. And like, I feel like it's, you know, like. uh, Hopefully they get to stay open after all this. Oh, yeah. No shit. Because I like that shit. Uh, Anyways, some kid do some bad shit or was throwing balls at Fred or some shit. So I was like, hey, and then looked and pointed. Dude, it worked. But for three seconds. Yeah. I didn't say, I didn't like wait for him to react. Dude, that's anyway. the thing. Because kids will freeze in place like deer, yeah. and then you'll just be locked pointing. And he was, and he was fine with it, because I hit him in the face with a ball. <laughs> but he just kept staring at me and kept pointing, because it's like he knew that I didn't speak his language. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's like, this is the best I can do right now is just scare the shit out of he's this little son of a bitch. Chinga tu madre. <laughs> Um, so that was something I remembered. Uh, also, when you brought up disciplining other people's children, <laughs> real quick memory warehouse <laughs> from not very long ago. Um, you know, you'd be sitting at a restaurant in a fucking booth, and then the booth like behind you has a shitty kid that keeps like peering up over the fucking thing, yeah. looking at you. Yeah. You ever just gone sit down? Because I have. And, and, and Kels gets pissed at me for doing it. I've done it a couple times now. The last time that I did it, I was a little aggressive. And I just went, turn down. And when we were walking out, she's like, don't ever do that again. She's like, what if like her dad beat your ass for that? I'm like, I'm like that's a good point. You know? Could have had a dad fight. Could have lost it. But yeah, definitely probably would have lost that one. But hey, Fucking watch your kids, because they're either A, staring at people, yeah. or B, throwing balls at motherfuckers' faces. Yeah. It's fucked up. I'm lucky enough, Fred's the kind to of stare with a smile and then say hi, so at least he breaks the tension. Yeah. It's like, oh, the kid's just being cute. He diffuses it yeah. pretty, pretty easily. And he won't. he's not the type to just stare and stare and stare. Like, without engaging in some way. Right. Without the smile or without the high. He's yeah. not just going to look at yeah, you. He'll do something about it. Yeah. You're just easing the tension, baby. If he's, inter- if he's interested for one reason or another, he, he'll do something about it. <laughs> um, oh, did you remember anything? Uh, yeah. Okay. I did. All right. Mm-hmm. You sure did. And let me start talking about it. <laughs> right? About... Now. Okay. Okay. When I was young. Oh, cool. I remember uh, going over to my Aunt Joanne's. I remember the smell of her house specifically, and she had a little cat named Casey. I liked this cat. Casey, it wasn't necessarily, out. it wasn't aggressive, but it wasn't personable. It was timid. So it like, wasn't no puss. And I was a little kid, so I was probably like, yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, but what I remember most about that house of Aunt Joanne's is she had uh, garage door openers, okay? Mm-hmm. So we'd pull up to the garage, and she'd hit a button, or let me hit the button. Right. Whatever. Let and kids hit, hit the button. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fred Fred hits the button for ours. Uh, and we go in. But I remember the first time this happened, 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Remember we pulled up and I forget if I was like fucking with my belly button or what, <laughs> but like I poked my belly button. And the garage opened. Holy shit. And I'm like, oh, oh whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, hey, oh shit, I didn't know this did that. <laughs> uh, and, you know, for a little bit there, I thought that my belly button worked as a garage door opener for my <laughs> Aunt Joanne's house, my great Aunt Joanne. Shout outs. Shout outs. Uh, shout outs to Aunt Joe and Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob caught the COVID and uh, uh, survived the COVID. Hell yeah. Made it, had to get on a respirator and everything. Oh, wow. But got back off from it. You know, haven't heard much about it since then. So, uh, assuming all is well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yep. shout out to Uncle Bob for sure. Way to go, bub. Fucking A. Way to stick through it, baby. Um, can you remember any other dumb shit that you believed as a kid? Because I got, I got one. Oh, man. I used to think that every bit of food that you ate, like, went down through your whole body oh like, shit I, I thought if i cut my leg open that like, there would be like creamed fucking, corn yeah chewed up string cheese would pop out <laughs> and shit like because that's when you say you're full it's because mm-hmm. you're all full mm-hmm. and you gotta you gotta do a poopy uh-huh because your whole body is full of all the food that you uh-huh ate. you know yeah um that was dumb that's yeah. not how it works uh something stupid that i thought in my childhood was in the song freshman by the verve pipe oh god great song uh they it's about abortion yeah uh he says oh, like me. Uh, i could not believe we'd ever die and i thought 40 cents oh. we were merely fresh men 40 cents we were. Yeah. i can see it i wasn't introduced to the concept of sin until i was probably like eight or nine or right something. so yeah. i didn't know for these sins yeah was you, a thing you didn't know about sins until you started touching yourself mm-hmm. uh-huh um, I used to think the what it's called what "Sad it but True." Like. I think by Metallica. My yeah, brothers, sad but true. My brothers all really liked Metallica back then. Anyway, I thought he was saying that's "Zap forever. the Troll." Zap the Troll. Zap the Troll. Instead of "Sad but True." Instead of "Sad but True," yeah. which is the actual song title. Yeah. Yeah. Zap the Troll. Yeah. Um. So that's what's up. Hell yeah. I miss being a kid and being dumb as fuck and not yes. having to pay for anything and just mm-hmm. playing wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Getting a dollar from grandma to go buy a single Pokemon card at the comic book store. Yeah, see, I you know, I miss the Pokemon shit. Yeah. I, sometimes what? I forget I'm like 16 years older than you. Mm-hmm. Remember when we met and you were like eight? Mm-hmm. And I was like, someday we're going to be best friends, but right now it's inappropriate because I'm 30. Yeah. Yeah. And now here we are. I'm glad you grew up. I groomed you. Now here we are, and I'm 30. Now you're 30. And subservient to you, because you groomed me. I groomed you. In my image. Mm-hmm. In my likeness. Yep. I mean, uh, look at me. Look at my haircut. Look same as mine. Look at my facial hair. Mm-hmm. Look at my footwear. Same deal. Yes, both of our shirts and bottoms are black. That was not planned. Yes, all of our footwear is in Adidas style. Yes. Uh, we have forearm tattoos. Yes. Yes. I have long flowing hair. Sure. But I have a leg tattoo. You do have you know a leg I mean? tattoo. I do not. I do not. Uh, I have two nostrils. I should get. Yeah, I got the third one. Um, I should get a fucking leg tattoo. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed these fucking teardrop calves that I oh, got. Yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. My fucking legs are oh, hell yeah, sculpted, boy. brother. Hell Look yeah, it. boy. Look it. Shit, boy. Hell give yeah, boy. Give me my fucking teardrop fucking calves, oh, Brad. Hell yeah, boy. Check them out. 
Chuck them out. All right, oh, they're going he- away now. Okay, they're yeah, going. They're going right. away now. Put them. Hide them, warlocks. Tuck those bad boys away. Um, Sit those back. I'm ready to present my terrific thought and call it a fucking day, Boba. All right, dude. Um, do you have a terrific thought of the week? No, I can come up with one though. Okay, cool. Um, it's the terrific thought of the week. It's the terrific thought of the week. Um, so this is. A lot of times these are a little more heavy. This is just a neat thing that I want people to be aware of. There is a Twitter account called it's at Jurassic Park to go. The okay. number two. Um, and basically what it is is a guy pretending pretending to be the actual park's like social media fucking page. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he has tweeted such gems as we also have a pretty cool bug exhibit. Not that any of you care. <laughs> uh, many guests are asking if dinosaurs are different than dragons. We hear you. We're looking into it. Uh, I, I had two more. Hold on. We gave meat to the herbivores to see if they were lying. <laughs> <laughs> if if a dinosaur approaches you, just tell it to knock it off. Hey, you know, knock it off. There's somebody that's like, you know, it'd be funny as if Jurassic mm-hmm. Park had an actual fucking. So that's a terrific thought. Mm-hmm. You go, person. Here is my terrific thought slash informational bit for pet lovers. Okay. All right. So this isn't for you. No. Because uh, well, everybody who listens knows that Nick abhors dogs don't and cats. Paint me with that brush. <laughs> he doesn't hit them. No. He isn't harmful towards animals. He loves all of God's living creatures. That's, dude, I rescue he, insects. From yes, my house. exactly. He does yeah. not. He's not a harmful. I just being. If, if you have some stupid shitty dog that never shuts the fuck and up. And here you go. And, and it can fucking, there you go. And it gets up in my fucking bubble, and I'm like, hey, and then it doesn't fuck off, and then you just you let know, it man. continue to be in my bubble, even though I'm clearly uncomfortable at this point. You're a piece of shit. Your yeah. dog's fine. Yeah. Your dog's doing what it thinks is okay because of your shitty fucking dog raising technique. You're a piece of shit owner. What was your cat's name? Which one? The last one. Pinky. Pinky. Yeah. Whatever happened to Pinky? Uh. You took took her back. I didn't do shit. Oh, just Pinky was gone one day. Yeah. I didn't have anything to do with it. You didn't have anything to do. Nope. With not wanting a nice cat anymore. Nope. Uh, I like that cat. Uh, as a matter of fact, I didn't even live there anymore. So. Mm. My bad. Uh, moving on. You know, I hate to bring up bad memories. Well, Pinky was a sweet kitty. Hey, remember that time you got super drunk in my pool house and racked your head off the my weighted bottom yeah. of the microphone stand? Gave myself what I'm convinced was at least my fourth concussion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, remember that oh, time oh, that... You uh, brought one of your ex-girlfriends over to Garrett's before a show so she she could come see the show. And then, like, and this was decades ago. This was in our infancy as a band. Uh, And then, like, I don't think anything ever really panned out with that again. Oh, she moved to Tennessee or some shit. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think I did anything bad there. No, I just mean it didn't pan out. Oh yeah, no that. Remember how it's sad that our stardom didn't seal that oh, deal. Yeah. Remember how? Remember how we were supposed to be famous by now? And we're just not. And we just everything we post is like, hey, look at me, everyone, look yep. at me. Um, remember. <laughs> okay, so my terrific thought of the week, right? Like 
Uh, I've learned that uh, through all of history, all right, or her story, or, or they story, through all of they story, uh, humans. Here's what's said: humans domesticated dogs, yeah, but cats domesticated themselves. I believe it. And this is how cats turn into the loving little lions we have in our home today. Roar. What happened was humans started farming. When they started farming, they needed a place to store their crops, which were mostly grain, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they would store their grain in what they called granaries, which was just a, a storehouse of this crop. Now, when you hold a bunch of grain in one place, what are you going to get there? Moisture and mold. Mice. Mice. Rodents. That was my next. The granaries were built with good airflow. They didn't want their crops to rot. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, don't fuck up like that ever again. So you get mice. Uh, And what happened naturally in that course of action is uh, the wild cats started to notice that one of their favorite foods hangs out predominantly at places like this. So evolutionarily, the cats adapted to have a shorter uh, flight response in their fight or flight response Uh to humans. Wild cats to this day, like African wild cats, you would be lucky to see one because their flight response is long. Right, see ya. Uh, So it will know you and be gone before you ever know it exists, Mm -hmm. more than likely. Photos of them are not necessarily rare anymore, but they were hard, hard to get. Um. You know, you got to practically hunt a very elusive creature with a camera to get those pictures. Anyways, so they adapted that way to not be so afraid of humans, right? And the humans wanted them around because they took care of the rodents. So they had, uh, uh, oh, what do they call it when? A powwow. They had a powwow, Uh right? Um, A mutually beneficial relationship between the two. Oh, they were friends with benefits. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and from there, cats just became more gradually comfortable with humans and civilization yeah. and things like that. Um, and themselves, cats are solitary creatures. All right, wild cats are. So then they had to adapt to being closer to more of their kind as well. Right. right? Which, and it, it was fine because the food's there. That's why. Right. So they're that's like, why yeah, they're, whatever. Yeah, it. less competition there. And that's how they, um, what happened there is, so like meowing and uh, kneading you yeah. in the flea. You know how cats will knead yeah, you they, with like, their they paws? Give you a little massage. That kind of stuff. All that comes from kittenhood. Uh, their ways to achieve care from the yeah. mother. Their ways to communicate the need of care. Like when they're kneading, it's to entice milk from the bosom of oh. the mother. All right, or meowing is to get the mother's attention and shit like that. Uh-huh. Um, and the reason those traits persist into adulthood of cats is because they are the nurturing calls. The needing is for love, more or less. It's not. It may not want fed at that point, but uh, that's where the little head bumps, the meows, yeah. all that comes from. They those walk are up and just kind of head yeah, bump you lightly. Those and it's so fucking cute. Those behaviors developed. Uh, 
into adulthood to live in the pack life mentality for like feral cats and in okay. cities and stuff that'll be closer to each other they'll congregate around dumpsters and shit to be close so they have a language to establish that they're not trying to be aggressive or that they're more interested in banging than fighting oh the cats have the angry and a happy language if there's head bumps and little sure. meows and everything's cool yeah. if they get aggressive then they're aggressive then they're like hey look they, out motherfucker mm-hmm. they had to I'm develop get up in your ass they had to develop that kinder language because yeah. in the wild they're solitary uh, and that persisted into the, the human domestication as well. Cats didn't really become pets, they think, till around the Egyptian era. That's when you start seeing evidence of humans actually being in close contact with them, keeping them yeah. as pets, petting them, yeah. things like that. They're, keeping them close. They're a part of the hieroglyph. Yeah. Oh, dude, and if you want to see some wild shit, just look into uh, the cult of Bastet in Egypt. They're straight-up cat worshippers. Like, we know Egyptians revered cats, yeah. but it's intense how much stock they put into cats dude they would have loved youtube oh yeah dude that's an egyptian's wet fucking cream dream it's you want terrific what were you gonna say you, uh, had, you had something the musical grease uh-huh. which is probably pg or pg 13 or something it's pg the song grease lightning that they're singing when they're fixing up the car in the garage sure. is uh very sexualized oh. uh henceforth uh, you want Supreme? The chicks are cream. Oh. A grease light. He's talking about a female coming. Uh, oh, my goodness. And it's like, damn. That's great. Damn. Wow. Hey, that movie's problematic. Real quick, how about the part where he's like, tell me more, tell me more. Did, Did she, she put, put up, up a fight? Hey. What? Oh, hey, Danny. Yo, did she give it to you willingly or did you have to, you know, <laughs> rape her? Hey, Danny. Did you just have to take it? Hey, they should have all stopped and been like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. What? Hey. You know? Hey, dude. The fuck? That is problematic. You need to work on that. The chicken cream. Oh, um, and he said, uh, Something like, you'll be getting lots of tit, grease yeah, lightning, getting lots of tit, dude. I meant to, out of titties, grease I meant to implement that into my common language. Getting some tit. Get some tit, yeah. Oh, you'll man. be getting, oh, brother, you'll be getting lots of tit with that outfit. It's been a great weekend. Got me some tit, Friday. <laughs> Sick, fuck yeah. Oh man, gonna get me some tit later to play my cards, right? Yep, got me this new cologne. After shave, I'm gonna head up to the bar, see if I can't get a little tit this weekend. <laughs> Hell fucking. Oh man, well, it's a favorite descriptors of sexual uh, intercourse with strangers. Uh, tit, getting some tit. Getting tit. Uh, finding some trim. Mm-hmm. Maintain. <laughs> nope. Maintaining is where I went. Right off the bat, fucking. just gonna go outside and main. I'm gonna yeah. go out later try and maintain. Yeah, <laughs> a little something called self maintenance. Or, yeah, I'm gonna whack off. That's cool. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Ain't no shame in my fucking game, brother. Hell yeah, uh, Brad. We learned so many things this week. I feel like this was a very informative episode. Yeah, we learned about fucking rifle scopes. We learned about fucking cats. We learned that Christopher Walken may or may not be a murderer. Uh, that's it. That's all we learned. Yeah, real quick. Okay. I want you to come up with the most uh, brash or aggressive way you can describe getting some puss. Okay. And getting some dick. 
I want you to come both ways. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll start with a puss one. All right. Yeah, I think about just going out and creaming some gash. <laughs> gash, dude. Oh. Yep. Uh, see if I can't find a love tunnel for this fucking dick train, I guess. <laughs> and now, one for getting some dick. You ready? Yeah. Yeah, I need to hit the club this weekend, see if I can't find a... Something to stuff into this old hatchet wound of mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to head out to the clubs later, see if I can't vax some rod. <laughs> <laughs> vax some rod, ladies and gentlemen. That's a good one. It's a good episode. Um, uh, quite frankly, one of the best episodes there's ever been. People tell me this episode has been great. People, I'm telling you, this episode was so good. That's what our president sounds like. Folks, uh, we'll catch you next week. Until then, I am Nick. And I am Brad. And we hope you have a great week. Have a great week. It's the terrible podcast.